Okay. Okay, the extra few minutes for the snow, after the change of clock. Let's go back to Malachim Bey's Perich of Gimel. Pasuch of Aleph. Yeshua Melech is finished. Well, he thinks he's finished uh, to the best of his ability. Unfortunately, we're going to find out there are people undercover who are still doing Avodah Zarah. He's going to make by royal decree, which is a dindaresa anyway, but he's going to push the agenda strongly that everybody should be able to regal and dafka for Pesach. And we'll see soon in the Rina Tzitzchak, the copy you have, why the emphasis Dafka on Korban Pesach. Let's see the Pasuk first. Pasuk Chav Aleph, again, Perich Chav Gimel, Pasuk Chav Aleph, Eitzav HaMelech, Yaskol HaMleim, Asu Pesach L'Hashem Elokeichem, Kakosov Al Sefer Habris Hazem. Keeps referring to the Sefer Habris, which, when found, was what shocked him into the recognition that they were far from where they were supposed to be. Kilo Na'asa haven't had a Pesach like this in a very long time. How long? What's the reference to Mimea Shaftim? You take a look at Rashi in Chav Beis. Rashi says, They had Pesach every year. They didn't have the amount of people coming from the amount of places. Remember, he had jurisdiction over the Assessor Shvatim. The remnants that were brought back by Yirmiyo and Avi were there and significantly interested in coming and joining. Why the reference to Shmuel and Avi? Remember, Shmuel and Avi had an Asifa as well. Kipsim Hametzpasa. And similar to the works of Yoshio, the advantage over there was they were basically with the program then, Shmuel was being Mechazik. Here, Yoshio is actually bringing many of them back from Avodazar. For the obvious reason, the Asar Sashvatim were separated with a border control with orders to arrest or possibly execute anybody who's trying to head toward Yushalayim, which was disastrous for many reasons. There were people who had escaped to Yushalayim and stayed there, didn't bother coming back, but not too many. And there was Yehuda ben Yamin and many Levim Akainim. And then there was the Yaser Sashvat, and Yeravam unfortunately offered an alternative. Ended up being two alternatives. And now they're all under one malchus, which is the first thing I would like to focus on. Take a look at your copy in the Rina Yitzchak. Yes. Very interesting, Diak. And we're going to start the shtickle. Uh, we're going to start with is going to answer that. Not directly, but the deek will fit. It sounds like it's not just the quantity and the excitement. It sounds like there was something better about the actual carbon that was brought. And the reason is, 
as he will point out, take a look on page Tough Lamed, the flip side of your sheet. You should have a single sheet there. You have one. There's some more here. And, uh, a few in the front. So, the Deba Masri Kilonaso Kapesa Chazem. You see it? You have one there? You have a sheet? Yeish Lamar. So, it brings an Emek Brocha, who always has a lot of lumdus, uh, some of which he's used before with the Navi. And he quotes a famous Nitziv. The Nitziv says that every carbon has the requirement of Reich Nichayach. Reich Nichayach is Ma'akev. person needs the proper kavanas to bring Le Reich Nichayach. And Reich Nichayach means lots of things, but you have to do the carbon Lashma. And ironically, the only carbon where Reich Nichayach is not brought down as a requirement is carbon Pesach. Why is that? So, he explains. Yesh, the varal fi mashakas v'emek brocha, varal divin etziv, sher karban pesach shayni mishak kabonis v'sach ben l'berech nechayach. Shekol kabonis yisei shalem l'asi etzrotzan Hashem. Kamei shamu chazal reich nechayach nachas ruach shamarti v'nase ritzayni. You're doing the karban, you're doing it right, you're doing what's on Hashem, that creates the reich nechayach. This is no geir. Well, they thought it would be no geir. Allah chalamaisa, the original truth was written by the Binyan to address this question. The Binyan of Yaakov Etlinger a long time ago. And that's when they began the discussion, Tzvi Hirsch and the others, of bringing the Korban Pesach. Tzvi Hirsch was a Tamar Rabbi Kivega. And they then had a Havamina, however brief, that uh, Baron Rothschild was going to buy the Harabayas and they're going to let him bring Karbonus and we're going to bring a Karbon and we'll, then we'll, hopefully we'll have the Gula and the Besamekdash will be built but right now we don't have a Besamekdash and we pass in Makriv Malpishen Shambayas and they want to bring a Karbon Pesach why were they interested in starting why was the hack about Karbon Pesach they found out unfortunately uh, when the good Baron tried to talk to the friendly cousins of ours that there wasn't the Havamina and they weren't about to start a world war. I don't want to say World War III, because it's before World War I. They, they weren't. Yehara uh, it's not, which is an important Nakuda, but the truth is fascinating. And they discuss all the issues of Tum Vatira and being at sea written why it can't be done, why it can't be done, why it should be done. We paskem makiv malbishen shabais. You have to locate the makam. It's complicated. Fascinating sugya. The reason they kept discussing the carbon Pesach is because that's the carbon that is missing the requirement of Reich Nechayach, and even under Golas conditions, where we're in Golas, and maybe we can't be Mekayim Reich Nechayach, Hashem doesn't want our carbon, the Reich Nechayach is still in Golas, while carbon Pesach is strictly La'achila, and the Chilik we're about to say, and there's no requirement of Reich Nechayach. It's one of the reasons they Dafka focused on carbon pesach. Another one is the carbon pesach is the only carbon that was brought out of order. Normally, you need shnei tmidim kesidron and get to start with the tamid and have a tamid at the end. And carbon pesach is the only one not brought between two tamidim ever, like as in pesach mitzrayim. So it was as far that even though we don't have everything else set up, but the rest of the is not there. Fascinating lumdus back and forth. Why yes or why not? Unfortunately, they realized it wasn't nagaya, and it's still not nagaya even though there are those who, perhaps Hashem Shamayim, we hope, but they still want to bring a carbon and, and do Nisa Hamayim, and it's dangerous and it's not Yehovah Yavar. So that's the long and the short of a very complicated sugya. 
Valkane, first one line. Tsar Burech Lechayep are all the Kamaras. Aval Karben Pesa Iker Yisai De'ena Ela Misham Bittul Avayda Zara. The Karben Pesa, this is Darish Time and Akron, a little bit, which were not Halach Halamaisa. This is just giving the backdrop why there was a Hashkafic focused Karben Pesa. They were bringing the other Kamaras anyway. The Avayda was going, and the Basement was just fixed up. But the focus over here, the original focus of the Karben Pesa was to wean them away from the Avayda Zara Mitzrayim. To bring them away, they were meant to Sharituma to start weaning them off. Harris This is not a regular carbon as a regular Aveda, even though the Rambam discusses the reason of all carbonists being to wean this way from Avodazar, and the Ramban says, how can that be? There was a carbon brought at the dawn of time by Adamish and his children. How can it be that it's only to wean this way from Avodazar? They weren't doing Avodazar yet. It was before Dar Enosh. So, obviously there are other reasons, but specifically carbon Pesach, the focus on carbon Pesach and Mitzrayim was just that, as the Pesach says, Mishru Yidechem, this will remove you from and this is not the regular sug of just doing Ratzon Hashem, which is So he adds, based on this Emek Bracha, the whole purpose, the whole drive of Yeshia Melch is to get them away from Avodazar. And this was to highlight the moving away from Avodazar. So it says there was never a carbon pesach done to this extent, meaning not only in the numbers, not only in the enthusiasm and the zrizus, but the backdrop is they really were moving away from Avarazar. Yoshio thought by this time, everybody, we're going to find out tragically, not exactly everybody, but many people. That's point number one. Point number two, if you go to the flip side, Show you also a very interesting piece in the Lumdis of only the Briskarov can ask a like this. It's Rashi just brought down that the Asaras Hashvatim came, whoever was there, and this is all one kingdom in Yeshio with Melech Al Kol Yisrael. First column, Pirish Rashi Yeshio Melech Al Kol Yisrael, Masha Chazu, Me'asaras Hashvatim, which might not have been the Rav, but it was something. Yermia brought them back, he was sent. To bring them back, and he succeeded. So he brings down a kasha from the Biskarov, and thought this is very fascinating. To even ask the kasha, the Biskarov wants to know how do you have a Melech and Malchus Bez David ruling over the Assetzeshvatim? It's against the Din. We would have said, why is it against the Din? That's wonderful. The Biskarov also holds it wonderful. He just wants to know what the Geder of the Din is. Yerav Menavot was given jurisdiction. Over Sarasashvatim. He was a Russia, and most of them were Rashaim to various degrees, but they still had the jurisdiction. You can ask Akasha, Mechatesi, if they're Rashaim, they have the right to be king, which is true, and somebody should have gotten rid of them. But even if somebody assassinated them and they were Chai Misa a hundred times over for Vodazara, that would have given them Lucha to the next son. Oh, so very good. So, how long was this supposed to last? Now, the Biskov and asking this Kasha, as he quotes the Hiksha after the brackets, Hiksha Marana, is Lama Malachi Asheo Alayo. Why was he? So Rashi saying it's a din melech, not that there was nobody home, there was nobody there, and therefore he sort of took over. He wasn't interested in conquering territories, interested in 
putting Klai Yisrael together, actually had a din of Melech over the Yisrael Sashvatim. Lama Melech Yashir Allah, Va'Allah, Ha'ya Melech Yehuda, Ve'hem Ayyum Yisrael Sashvatim. And they're two different kingdoms with two different dinim. They're enough Kaminas, by the way. That's not the only comment of the Biskarov on the construct of the Malchus here. They're enough Kaminas, Lagabi Melech, who brings a carbon, what carbon you bring. He says there was a real Malchus there. So, the easy answer, which he's going to suggest later, would have been that there's no Melech anymore because there's no kingdom. Well, that was true until Yermio brought them back. Now that they're back, they should be electing their own king. So, Kasha really is, why did they not do that? And why did they just tell Yoshio, you're invited, please come in, destroy the Mizbeach, and take over, which they were happy about, he was happy about. Uh, he wasn't interested in covet, he was happy to unify Klai Yisrael. But the question is, how does that work? Biskarov says it was a Rasha and a Chalami Apidin. It doesn't work. He suggests it depends on which Mahalach and Rashi you take way back in Malachim, which is what you started suggesting. He named Malachim Aleph Yidalf. Tell us, Hevi Rashi B'Shem Sed Elam. So the Nigzu Gzeira Malchus Beis David Lechalik. The original Gzeira is a punishment for Rachavam and for Shlomo. Really for Shlomo, Rachavam got the brunt of it because he didn't fix things up. And that Zair was supposed to be for a mere 36 years. The Nevoa was, you're going to be punished, and it's handed over to Yeravam, and it was said at that time, Ach lo kelayamim. it won't be forever. So how long is the temporary time frame? 36 years. What, what was that? The Pusik. Yeah, I mean, the, it doesn't say the Farish Napas in 36 years, but the Makaris are that there, were 30, there was a 36 year window that Asa, who was a Melech Sadik, was going to bring it back, and he almost did, which he mentions right here. Uh, Chazal mentioned the 36, but it, um, it can't be Farish in this Pasuk because it's two days in Rashi. The reason why it was 36 is because Asa, who was a tremendous Sadik, almost was a to bring it back, except for Raksha Asa Kilka Lishleach Shecha the Melech Haram. Also, was a tremendous maimid, and due to his madrega, he was in a tight spot, and he panicked. Again, his madrega. For us, we would call this nominal hishtablus. And he sent money to Melech Haram. Now, the bribery over here is not uh, you know, in the context of what goes on today. What's going on today in Eitz Yisrael? I'm not saying he's a tzaddik. We were just discussing this last night. But uh, you want to get somebody in trouble, so you just keep a file of how much schnapps he's taking and how many cigarettes. What else are they getting for they want to know how many, how many things he took from the people who try to help out politically, and then they blow a whistle, even though they're super PACs giving millions and tens of millions and hundreds of millions of dollars to all political campaigns. So that they don't call bribery. Schnapps is bribery. Well, maybe in the context of perm. Uh, maybe we call that a mocha mitzvah. I'm not saying, therefore, he's innocent. What I'm saying is everybody knows. They know. He knows. Enemies know. that Everybody does the same thing, and that's called politics. So you use it when you want to use it. In the times of the Navi, which is interesting, they called the Sheikha. The Pasik says, I'm sending you the following package, and it's a box of golden here. I'm giving it to you as Sheikha. Please help me or get lost or whatever the message was. They called the Sheikha. That wasn't embarrassing. This is a political, it's a government talking to a government. They called the Sheikha. So the, the problem wasn't that. gave Sheikha. Mamash doesn't pass. That was, it didn't pass because you're Asa and... You don't need Shaykh because Hashem's going to save you, and in your Madrig, you don't need it. And because of that serious mistake, the Malchus was not reunified, and Chayisol didn't come back together. That's a very serious consequence.
was also was such a tzaddik came this close, and then it was extended. There were other tzaddikim as you go along the way, and Chizkiyahu uh, Melech did wonderful things, and he wasn't zeichet to it either. And Yoshafat, uh, the Radak soon is going to go through why Yoshiyahu Melech, in a certain way, will supersede the godless of the other gedolim of Malchei Beis David, who were each one was tremendously great and successful in their own way, they fell short in certain areas. The docs can go through all these names. And they're big names. Also, Yashafa, Chizkiyo, Balamaisa, each time when it came close, the kingdom was not unified again. And as he says, Raksha also This this was supposed to be 36, it wasn't 36, it was 50, 60, 70, 80, 90. And he was the first king who didn't do anything wrong. Had a perfect record so far. So that's one shot that you want to take care of the first Mahalach and Rashi. It's supposed to be 36 years. We understand why it didn't happen until now. Ulam Rashi Evisham Oid Perish, the Maidisiv Achla Kalyamim. There's a big difference. Was well, Achla Kalyam, not, not 36 years or whenever 36 years coincide with the circumstances the Melech is doing a perfect job. It means rather, which means it wasn't supposed to happen at all until the end of time, in which case the Biskarov's Kasha is back in place. So then you have to come back to his terrors. Obviously, he was trying to answer both Mahalcha and Rashi. You have to say that he wasn't supposed to be king, and the king is not supposed to be a king over all the Shvatim, and that's not going to happen until the Yemaisa Mashiach. And right now, it's a Harasha, which is not going to last that long because the Chorban is coming. Ulam Nira. So he offers a third possibility. Nira Dimei Melacham a very nice deek in the Pasuk. Siv. I'm going to take away the Malucha and give it to your Evid. Who will be Yeravim? Halam pasuk l'manav ayem aliravim kachacha sarak karam ki kaim arashem elokei Yisrael hindi kareas mamlacha miyad shlama. It was really b'chavim, but the shlama's kingdom. The sati lacha es asaris hashvatim. So there are two things here. Harebi krok siv tarti shenikra hamalchos miyad beis David. That's step number one. It was taken away. Vinitin liyeravim asar chalakim, and you're getting ten. So it sounds like. The question is, why in the Biscuit like this terrorist? Why is he calling the Rasha? It sounds like the din is it's handed over to a different Malucha when there's a different Malucha in place. And now the assessor Shvatim went into Gullus, the king went into Gullus, and it's all over. The fact that some people came back, there's no king. So if there's no king, why shouldn't the king from Yehuda be king over them? Biscuit is apparently assuming that no, they should have gotten together and appointed a king again, which would have been, I don't know how many people came back. We're not going to know. It sounded like it was a small amount of people, obviously the higher Madrega, they weren't to come back there to Tisvall and start again. But they expected to appoint a new king that the Biskorov has to say that the fact that they didn't and he's king over them, which was good news, was a harasha. So he suggests, the Mitzvah It wasn't ripped and given over to somebody else unless it's somebody else who's interested in taking it. So then, he can be king over everybody. So 
So he suggests that this is Malchus Beis David, and Malchus Beis David got it back by default. And therefore, it's not a stira, Achla Kalyam to Yemesa Mashiach, because there weren't too many people here. Yemesa Mashiach, you have all 12 Shvatim in great numbers back, and then he's going to be king of everybody. This wasn't the real king of that. It's just by default that they're not appointing a king over Malchai Yisrael. So that's another possible mahab. It's a fascinating question. We would say it's natural luck. There's nobody, there's no machlekes anymore, Baruch Hashem. There's no more civil war. Why shouldn't you be king over them? The answer is, well, what was the Xerim and Shamayim? How long was this supposed to last? So only the Biskara can come up with a kasha like that. Yes? Maybe Yoshia was thinking, no, if I do everything right, I'm going to be Mount Mashiach. The youngest is going to bring back all the people. Yes, and I agree. And I agree. We'll avert the Chorban, and then, yeah, I don't know if he actively was pursuing that, but naturally that would have happened as it would have, should have happened under Chizkiyah Melech. Right now, it probably wasn't front foremost in his mind because he was just trying to hold the fort, so to speak, and get people to do tshuva enough to be able to avoid the korban. But yes, that would have been a natural, uh, natural progression, and then you'd be Makayimit, even according to the other Shaitan Rashi. Yes, very good. What was the basis of the uh, total collapse of Yerobam? Uh, Yerobam had gone a long time, but the fact that the SS front went to Gullus first is just a function of doing more of Arazar. Yehuda was not exempt from this, which is why they're teeter-tottering on the brink here as well. So it was a question of everybody was doing Abba Azar, no one was doing exactly the right thing. There were more tzaddikim in Yehuda, always. They were near the Mikdash. They had the Aveda. The place is more Halig. Assassin's Shvatim were further from that Kedusha, and it's clear they had more Nevi'im, they had the Aveda. They still had a lot of people doing Abba Azar. So it's a question of who goes first, the Assassin's went first. They understood why. Yeshia was trying to ensure that it doesn't happen. He's sitting here with an Avua from Choldan Aviyah that already said it is going to happen because you saw what happened over there and you didn't clean up shop. Well, he's cleaning up, cleaning up very well. The question is, is it good enough or too little too late? That we're still going to find out. Let's go back to the Pasuk. Again, Chavbeis, Kilo Nasa, Kapesach Azani, Mea Shaitim, Mea Shaftis, Yisrael, Vachal Yemei Malchi Yisrael, U Malchi Yehuda. Ki, in Bishmane Esrei Shanala Melech Yashiro. That's significant. It took 18 years into the Melucha to get to this point. Nasa, Hapesach Azel, Hashem, Yushalayim. Vagam Es, continue with his eradication, his search and destroy mission of every single vestige of Avadazar, whether it's in use or not. But the problem was they kept it around, they didn't burn it, obliterate it grind it, and then when anybody was in the mood, they just picked it up again. Gam es ha'avis es ha'yidanim ve'es ha'trofim. Rashi reminds us, trofim and chavdalad. Tzuris shemadabrim al yidei kshafim. Ayen ashirim and eitzeder. We discussed nichush and the like at length. Ve'esa asan tzarach l'chavein shom. It didn't always work. You had to know what you were doing. Ach v'shana v'shana achas rilakach. And it had a specific time and you could, unfortunately, accomplish what you're looking to do with the sources of Tumah if you know what you're doing. And all this was done in conjunction with Avodah Often the Galochim themselves who wanted to make money had power, and they would use it to convince the would-be adherents to join the cult. Nowadays, after the Kechas Atumah, lots of people involved in these things, they would just trick them. Here, they would trick them by using Kechas Atumah. So you say, why did Hashem give the Kechas Atumah? They had Nevi'im, real Nevi'im, and it was Zulu Mazum. That's why they had a Yetzirah for Avodah Zarev, they had a Nurim and they had 
a base mikdash, and they had enough power on the positive side to figure things out. The Likudas of is always going to be very, very close one to another in order to have schar from the Bechira. What they claimed correctly in Bayashen, the beginning of Bayashen, Ashkenaz Adela said that whatever the Kaychas and whatever we had in the Yitzhar for Avadazar, very powerful to give us schar, and it's not working, and we're losing. And they were losing. So they asked the Kosh Baruch Hu, most unusual request to get rid of it because we're not winning. So most of the time when people say, get rid of the Abba we're not winning and they're not trying hard enough. So Hashem doesn't get rid of it. But here they honestly looked at the history and they, there were tzaddikim who were winning to the extent that for them it was the best thing in the world because they got the Nalam Haba, we can't imagine. But there were people of formidable intelligence in Madrega, even like Manasha, who told Avashi that if you were here, you'd be picking up your kapot and running after so it was extremely difficult, and they davened, and the Akash Baruch was masking. That's when they asked, once they were succeeding, they asked to get rid of the Yitzhahar for Arias, which is always a formidable Yitzhahar as well. Akash Baruch just showed them that's not going to work. We need that to continue the world, and they blunted it a little bit, but that's where we are now. So the request was, was fine. The first one was accepted. The second one, Akash Baruch showed that it's not going to work. The theme is, we start our morning like this, right after Bech Sashachar, we have a Yiratzan, Shabbat Shabbat, a lot of Kavanah, So we have a right to make the request now, and we make the request every morning. And after we make the request, if we have Tzchusim, HaKadosh Baruch will save us from Nisayim, and he's not going to save us from every Nisayim, because then we have no Bechira. But we try to knock it down, especially the parts that every individual knows that he or she is struggling with, and you have to daven harder. That's part of making a choice. Bechira means davening and recognizing it's a problem and davening the Yehasiyat Deshmaya, so then that's Kaychas and Nefesh being used to win the choice and use your Bechira. That's not asking Hashem to take away Bechira. That's you're exercising your Bechira to daven Yehasiyat Deshmaya. It's not a steer. Yes? When they daven that they Yes, immediately. It came with a very heavy price. As soon as they came by Shani, all the things that had to do with Navua and Urvatumim working and Ruach Kesh were taken. Yes, it came with a very heavy price. They knew that. Uh, I, I have a, my, my theory, monotheism started coming onto the world around that Tufa because you can't have the Avadazar was a worldwide issue. Worldwide Yetzirah, it's Yetzirah for Gaim, also one of the Zayim And the time that we got rid of it, it started receding which is why monotheism sort of took over in the civilized world, because it looked bizarre. All of a sudden, we don't even understand what the concept is, and they're still doing it every day, 24 hours a day. So that's, not a, that's not a coincidence. So yes, you, there's no free lunch. You can ask Hashem for whatever you want. You can, you can even ask for money. You know, there are people who do that when they die, believe it or not. I know that's hard to imagine. They ask for panasa, nothing wrong with it. Pray chaleinu, they ask for panasa. Just know that if the answer is no, then it probably wasn't good for you. And if the answer is yes, you have a new nisayin on your hand. And are you giving chaymish and the other 80%, what are you using it for? And are you uh, using it for frivolous things or just to be slightly comfortable? You have to know yimadreg, you have to know what it's for. That's, uh, you ask for any bracha. It could be a big schus and it could be even midas harachimim, but if it's mishandled, it, didn't end up working. So, 
Avodah and Black and Avua, getting rid of both is a, is a heavy price, but it's really like that in everything we ask for. You know, the expression, be careful what you ask for, you might get it. So that's not only when it's, obviously, you turn around the next day, as a boy, that was uh, not smart for me. It's even where you think, hey, this is great, I'm davening, and you keep davening, and it's coming, and thank you, Hashem, and you say maidim, and you should say maidim. You've got to understand that there's a new nisayun now on the table, because whatever gift you have, you have to use it to the fullest. So that's always going to be an issue. So these trophim were part of the, it's in the Pasuk, so I focused on it, because my tainus, not strictly about Azar, was often used in conjunction. And a very complimentary pasuk coming up, but we're going to go to the Peleyayitz because yesterday the anti-Peleyayitz forces sabotaged. So we... Money is muksa machmas atzmayin. Some would say, based on what we just said, machmas mias, depending what you do with it. So I didn't have a header for you to move the money. All the pelliates were behind the. Uh, somebody put cash all over the all over the shelf, so we couldn't get to it. So uh, we owe some. Uh, Shragi said that the money was not supposed to be there. It was usually put somewhere else. So next Shabbos we'll try to get it right. Let's go to page Rashid Gimel. We are on the entry of Chizik. Chizik in the positive way, as in Chizik, not making Chizik. We're talking about uh, the areas of life that need Chizik, which is every area, both in Ruchnius and Gashmius. Gashmius to be used for Ruchnius. And in order to use the Gashmius for Ruchnius, speaking of Panasa, not a coincidence, he says you need Chizik in the Panasa just to make the Panasa. Do you ever have a scenario, you know anybody who goes to work every day and then after a month, after a year, after a decade, kind of wears on them? And they just don't feel like going into the office. That could happen. It's not always exciting every single day. So if you're doing it for the right reasons, uh, and to the extent that it's necessary, it's a mitzvah, and you have to give yourself chizik that, okay, if it was a good decision to do this yesterday and the day before and the year before, and it still holds true and there's a possibility to make a panasa and support the family and give tzedakah, so then it's still a mitzvah today. And you've got to be mechazik yourself. And then the chizik afterwards, what we just mentioned in Navi Shir, was to make sure you do the right things with the money. Uh, go to the middle of the paragraph, the middle of the first paragraph. The Hainu Panasa, the first one line is Maisim, Taivim V'derech Eretz. The Hainu Panasa, Befrat Mili de Mitzvah. So the Chizik for getting done the things you have to get done in the Gashmias, and then, of course, using it for the right things. Ki Yetzer Leiv HaAdam Ra. Which means even if the Yetzirah lose a battle or two, they don't take a rest, they don't take vacations. And all of a sudden, the forces of evil and all the Mekatrikim Chas Shalom, the Yetzirah wants to work overtime to undo it and to stop it from growing. And if you're not Mekatrik yourself, most people think this is counterintuitive. I just accomplished something. I just did a mitzvah. Do I have myself now? The answer is yes. There's pushback in every area of life. And the fact that you're doing well is not indicative of future performance necessarily. It, I will say the positive side, it does help. When you have the momentum and you're doing mitzvahs, you can't rest on your laurels, but you have the tailwind that we spoke about a couple of weeks ago. And there are times of Mazel Siyat like Adar and Nisan, and you can build on the fact that you have this Siyat from Zchusim that was generated sometimes long ago. 
and you can use the zman to go forward. It doesn't mean that it's in the bag. And if you don't realize that you still have to be careful and that you have to generate the schusim and the tailwind to push you, uh, it's not going to work. Okay, not coincidental how they get themselves into this mess near Sesashvatim in the first place and in Yehuda. It didn't start off one day or the next. Why don't you leave Kailul and do Avarazar? It's step by step and becomes mutter after a few times, then they push the agenda. He puts that in because we have no Yetzirah for Avarazar, so something equivalent. And a person gets so stuck in the mud, even when somebody reminds him, you know, this is usher, or you should do this, it's a mitzvah. It's very hard to get unstuck. Many seasons, many years, we're still in Gullus. Things become the norm. So first thing you have to do is really be convinced that something is aser, or something is a chiv. Sometimes people, and sometimes it's groups of people, and it's so entrenched. Yitzhahara for Lashon Hara has been around for a long, long time. Very human, your interactions with other human beings. And the Chavetz Chaim did something which was a Chiddush Nifla. He started writing Svarim on Shemir Salashen, and there were comments at the time, even for people from the I, the Gemara says everybody's a Nikshal every day with a Vak Lashon Hara. He says, don't bother, what are you fighting? And Muhammad's been around for a long, long time, like since the Beis HaMikdash. And the Sinaschim destroyed the second Beis HaMikdash. So you fight a Muhammad. Chavetz Chaim, Baruch Hashem, didn't listen. And you see, it's a great example because I speak to people from Darius, uh, one, two, three Darius ago, which uh, some of them are not here anymore, but I remember growing up, and they said, uh, it's interesting, uh, you know, we're not denying that there's uh, lavim, and I say, the Mishabur lists, the Chavaz Chaim lists many, many lavim. He says, when we grew up, I don't know, nobody was talking about this. Just, you know, okay, came to America, or that comment was from somebody in Europe, more than one person, they were fighting different Muhammads, not just in America. In America, they're fighting for Shabbos, Kashrus, Tarshus, Bacha. I'm with you. In Europe, they were often fighting for Shabbos, Kashrus, and Tarshus, Bacha. Ascala was making inroads everywhere, and they weren't talking about, well, that generation wasn't talking about. Chavaz Chaim had not that long ago come out with the Sefer, and it was gaining popularity. He fought a Muhammad, and people said it can't be done. And here we're, especially in Muncie, we have the Chavaz Chaim Heritage Foundation, where it's a pella. People, you talk Lashna, you don't talk Lashna. Nobody walking around today hasn't heard of the severity of the Isser. He might put it on a pedestal. And it's helping. It's not eradicated yet. You see, you can fight a Muhammad, something that's entrenched. And people say, like, why bother? This is not going away anytime soon. It might be not going away, but we can improve. And that can be done in any area, even something as entrenched as Lashna. We're out of time already, even though we started a little bit late. To Mitzvah Shem, we'll continue uh, next Shabbos.